Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to another episode of the Hayley Morecambe podcast. I am so excited you're here for showing up for yourself, your self-love and self-care. Each week, I gift you the permission and the space to claim the most happy, healthy, abundant life and give you access to the most sparkliest version of you. On this journey together, we'll learn and grow and thrive to be the best version of ourselves. We don't settle for anything less than incredible. I'm your host, Haley, a fitness and nutrition coach, writer, former radio host and journalist, advocate for self-love and self-care, and all-round wellness guru. I'm a mama to the most divine little girl and a fur parent to a cheeky little cavoodle. I am so pumped to take you into another magical episode. Are you ready? Let's go. Peter Carter is one gorgeous soul. Her infectious vibe lights up any room and you are instantly drawn to her grounding energy. Peter facilitates raw elements, healthy lifestyle. For as long as she could remember, she has been drawn to energy and their origins. As a child, Peter found herself most at ease being in the presence of nature and crystals. Loving exploring the mysteries of the world and living a free-spirited gypsy life was passed down from her grandmother to her mother and then on to her, and now she passes this energy down to her children. As a highly skilled yoga teacher, Peter recalls the day she found yoga, describing it as if she had found her way home. The past 20 years has taken Peter on a journey of self-discovery through dance, sound, movement, bodywork and transference to be able to teach the art of being. Through these practices, she says, we trigger the memory of who we are, which opens our heart to love and devotion and cultivating a sense of finding our true essence. Peter believes that it's all about raising the vibration within you. She is also a mother to four vibrant and vivacious free-spirited children and says her greatest teachings come from these gorgeous human beings that challenge her to continue to evolve and adapt. Peter is such a powerhouse in her field and holds many talents and qualifications, which we learn about, as well as her inspiring story inside this episode. During today's conversation, we learn the soul-nourishing benefits of nature and why we all need to immerse ourselves in it more often, the power of morning rituals, energy protection, chakras and how they power our entire being, meditation and mindfulness for the busiest of people, how to rediscover your purpose, sound healing, health modalities to help you truly thrive, and Peter's mindful approach to food, plus so much more. This episode is oh so inspiring, and I know you're going to love it. So let's jump into our chat with Peter Carter. Hey, Peter, how are you? Good, Haley. How are you going? I got you just as you went to sip your. Um, I know whatever you were sipping on then. My um my warm water with a little bit of salt in it. 
Oh yes. I forgot you're all about the salt. I knew this chat was going to be so ultra nourishing that I poured a herbal tea. Cause I was like, Pete is just, you know how you just like gravitate towards something like Pete, just like you emanate such a beautiful energy and you're so nourishing and nurturing. So I like, I got the herbal tea to accompany the chat today. So <laughs> which one are you drinking? What do you it's got? called, um, it's called beauty bliss or something. It's like a blackberry. Yeah. It's like, you know, your inner, you know, nourishing your inner. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And no, that's beautiful. All right, Pete. So before we get into kind of a little bit of a backstory about you and get to know you a little bit more, cause you offer so much in this life. Um, and you, you, like I said, you radiate such a beautiful energy, whatever you do in life and in business, tell us what you do now with your business. Um, I know you've got a whole heap of, you know, things that you offer, but let's, let's just have a snapshot of what you offer now, where you are in the wellness space. Oh. All right. Yes, I have evolved a little bit over time. So um, just recently, I went and did a course in the Blue Mountains to do a sound healing um, course. So I now offer crystal alchemy sound bowl courses. Um, wow. So actual classes. So people can come in and do yoga. And these particular crystal bowls all correlate with the chakras. So each pose that we do in the yoga class, we actually play a bowl and it activates that energy within them. So that's something new that I've just... Um, always wanted to go down that path and I'm absolutely in love with these crystal bowls so that's one of the new things that I'm offering we offer chakra dance um so that's that's where <laughs> you're taking out of your comfort zone a little bit and placed into a room where we play this music that helps to activate each of your chakras so each chakra is affiliated with particular emotions and each of those the music that is played actually activates that energy within you so I um, gently guide them through visualization how to tune into each chakra so that's another thing that we offer I offer our yoga classes still we have our retreats that were, um, we had them overseas and now we've got them locally, which is really exciting. A few that we've got coming up soon. So focusing on that as well. What else we've got? Um, I study and offer transference healing um, sessions as well. So that's a healing modality that helps us to unlock patterning and, and uh, energy that's been stuck in our DNA. So I really love doing this as well. And I also offer meditation with transference as well. I, I think that's, I think that's it at the moment. <laughs> do you still do the um, heavy metal detoxes? Oh, of course, yeah. So sorry. Yeah. So yeah, inside my at the studio at the moment, my mum's inside detoxing a client as we speak, and then we've got another one. So yes, sorry, we we do detoxes, and I also offer holistic lifestyle counselling as well. On top of that, so teaching people um, how to eliminate toxins from their life emotionally and physically as well. Oh my goodness. I told you, you have so much to offer. I actually didn't even realize all those new things that you're doing as well. And I'd love to chat to the, about those a little bit more. Um, yeah. But Pete, I'm so interested. You're, first of all, what you were just saying and encompassing inside your business. Can I say as well, like you are a busy mum as well and you, you balance all of this. Now I know not everyone's perfect and you're probably like, oh my gosh, like it, it's, it's a struggle because, but you do yeah. take it, you do take it on so gracefully. Can you remind us again, how old you're children are well i don't know if it's gracefully i think if you saw uh, <laughs> me getting the kids into the car in the morning you, i probably don't look like a yoga teacher <laughs> um i've got a 11 year old boy and a nine year old boy a six year old boy and my little girl is four Oh my goodness. So yeah, you, you do balance a lot um, in your life. Now I'm so interested to know, have you always been on this wellness path, Pete? Like how did you, how were you brought up and to do what you're doing now? Yeah. So my mum was very open, like she was a PE teacher and we always were brought up with really healthy food and she would take us to naturopaths and kinesiologists. So um, my grandmother was really into crystals when I was really young and had me playing with crystals and we'd go exploring through um, Victoria, finding crystals. And so I think it's always been in me. And then um, I think it just come to life when I turned 19, I was really uh, looking for something more and I was feeling a little bit lost and I didn't know what my path was and I'd enrolled into a marketing degree. And then I just come across a time where I needed something more and um, I went and saw an amazing kinesiologist and she just opened me up to this world again and that's where it come from and that's how it sort of evolved. It was all actually about my own healing and that's what I was focusing on first mm. and then I realised that I wanted to be able to help facilitate other people's growth and healing as well. 
Yeah, it's definitely your purpose because you shine so much when you talk about it. And that's when you really know it's your, it's what you're supposed to do on this earth, isn't it? When you, you, you just, it's not even really work, is it? And I, I feel like that from you, it's not work. No, no, it's not. I mean, you still got to find that balance. Like, as you said, you've got young children and, mm. um, and you've got all these beautiful clients that are there and, and you get to know them so well. And it's a beautiful exchange of energy, but it's always coming back to finding that balance. And there's many times that I feel like I'm succeeding in one area and then, you know, there's a lack in another area. So it's always coming back and assessing it and seeing what I need to do to, to bring it back into balance. Yeah. Yeah. And acknowledging that as well. And always like taking a step back, isn't it? And just seeing, okay, where am I out of balance and where do I need to put my energy now? Taking a breath. (laughs) And sometimes we don't have time in our day or you, you forget to take that breath or just to ground yourself into the elements of the earth. And that's probably what I really draw on as well as when I'm needing to resource myself. I love to get out, you know, out to Crusoe Res or out in the elements of the epilogue. And that's Mm. when I feel resourced. Mm. Yes. I have a, a, um, a pulling for that at the moment. Every morning I've been waking up I'm like, I need to get out in nature. I need to get out in nature. And today I'm like, I'm going to do that this afternoon after our chat. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah. So, what, what is it about nature that makes us feel so good? Well, they have all the elements. Like, so when we talk about the elements, the earth, when we get out amongst the earth and we ground our feet into the earth, it helps us to feel more st- stable in our life it helps the resources because mother earth draws this energy up and she is able to nourish us once more so it helps you to get out of your mind and back into your body then when you're near a beautiful um, flowing water or a, a pocket of water it's all about um, flexibility and freedom so it helps to bring emotions up but it's also so purifying and soothing when we have that sun coming down on us, it's the fire element. So it helps activate our heart and it brings in warmth and joy. It actually gives us passion and, and courage and strength to move forward and take that next step. And then there's the air element. So, you know, when we go out amongst nature and we get to have the sun, the water, the earth and the air around us, air is all about versatility and synchronicity. So we're calling in absolutely everything that feeds and nourishes our body. So that's why... You know, when we haven't spent a lot of time in nature recently and then we step back into it, it's like it helps you to come back in and, mm. and come back to who you truly are. Yeah. And like I said, this was a, a, a gut pulling or an intuition pulling or a knowing, I guess, like a subconscious knowing of, yeah, every morning this week. And it's because I've been inside so much looking at the computer and I've been just in work mode. And yeah, it's just this knowing of like, you know, Haley, get out into the nature, get out into the, out into the fresh air. So that's so nice to know that that's what it provides us. And that's why our body innately needs it. Well, you're so, like, we're all such intuitive beings and, and mm. we've all got it within us. It's just listening and, and feeling into it. You know, it's yeah. yeah and you're, you're spot on with knowing that that's what you need today. Yeah. And balance, you know, balancing it all and just, yeah, your body is like, okay, we need more of that. So no, that's great. Uh-huh. Thanks for sharing that, Pete. So you, your foundation, I guess, oh, actually I'll say how we met. We met when I was personal training in a studio, a small fitness studio. You were the yoga um, instructor there doing a couple of days a week. So occasionally we would cross paths. And I yeah. remember the moment I met you and you, it was just that instant, like I wanted to spend you know, I wanted to be around you and you, I think you definitely emanate that. Um, and yeah, ever since then, I mean, I haven't seen you in the past recent years, I think since COVID and things, I'm always looking at you online. Um, but yeah, like we, since then I did, I've done yoga with you. We've done chakra dance. We've done yoga. The, we did I, oh, we did yoga. Yes. <laughs> dogs i used to run a business with the dogs and yoga and we called it doga um yeah we did that oh my gosh i completely forgot about that um oh and you introduced me to a neti pot um and i think you really inspired me to really start looking at a whole natural way of living as well like i remember before classes i would just like thrive off, off every word that you were saying about something you were doing to your home or you know something that you're inspiring the kids with what do you attribute wellness to in terms of like what are your core foundations i know natural living is one and you're a yoga instructor like do you have your core that you always need to focus on and make sure that you're doing in your everyday uh, every day, like I really believe ritual is really important. So like when you go to Bali, you see every day that they, they, you know, they take that time to set up their little altar and mm-hmm. they, 
you know, create that space to, to pray for what they want to bring into their life and what intention. It's known as the same clapa. And for me, this is really important to, to wake up and to give back to myself first. And I'm really lucky because I get to do that because I get to step out and, and teach one-on-one -on -one yoga classes and, and classes early in the morning. Mm. But I have my own little rituals that I do every day with my transference now that helps to um, ground me, helps to center me and helps the clear blockages that might be coming up for me to heal. So for me, it's about having that ritual. It's about setting my intention for the day of maybe even just the inner harmony or peace. So mm. that's my foundations. And when I've, when I've created that, then then everything flows out from that, you know, of how we eat, of what we put into our bodies, um, you know, the way that we, because energy is everything. So how we speak, how we move, our thoughts carry vibration. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. I mean, there's many times I hear myself say things that are probably negative or I even speak them out negatively to my children sometimes, you know, in that yeah. moment. And it makes me come back and go, hang on, like, You've got to see what you're projecting out to the world and, and, and you are checking in with your intent every day. So, yeah, ritual is really important to me. Yeah, absolutely. That and that's so that's so true. What you were saying, it's nobody's perfect. No one has it under control. No one does everything, you know, one hundred percent of the time. It's what you said then. It's pulling yourself back. I do it too. Like I go to say something to Pippa, or I'll, I'll say something to someone else, and it's in that little voice in your head going, "Hang on a sec," you know, you rethink that, or you know, pull yourself back here. When in the past, I just would have gone off and you know, just gone off on a tangent. It's that it's that training of your brain, isn't it? Like to, to to really reassess and just take a step back and go, oh, I could have done that differently. Yeah, because it's conditioning. Like it's stuff mm. that we've been conditioned or we've seen in society or it's it's embedded in us. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that's why, like like what you do as well, that's why movement's so important to shift this energy and mm. all the different modalities that are out there. It's just how it, whatever you're drawn to, it's just enabling us to start to release um you know, a patterning that we thought we might not be able to let go of, but we can now. So yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Now you're sitting in a studio right now that I can see beautiful artwork behind you. And that is a result of chakra dance. So I've done a class with you before. And at the end, wow. you, you're able to express your emotions in the form of colors and things like that on, on, yeah. in an artwork, which is so beautiful. Can we talk about chakras for a little bit? Because I mean, it's, it's kind of a buzzword getting around. A lot of people hear it these days, but they're like, what, what is it? How do you best describe it? And how do we, you know, how does it form us? I guess the chakras. So they run along the spine and, and we often in this third dimensional world operate with the seven main um, chakras. Mm -hmm. uh, there are a lot, lot more actually in our body, but we'll talk about the seven that we've got that run along the spine today. Mm -hmm. So they're like energy vortexes. And so there's one at the base chakra and it's about our safety and our security. So it's the color of red. And when this is really balanced, we do feel safe in our environment, but when it's not feeling balanced, we can feel unstable. Um, it's all about our connection to the community and to ourselves. So it's actually like when you go to build like a, a, a building or a house, if you don't have the strong foundations, we can't aspire to build the second floor without dealing with the base and making sure that it's very secure and structured. So the base chakra is about that, that stability and, and feeling connected and, and feeling safe. And so um, we can activate it in many ways through movement and through dance and through music. And so then we move up to the second chakra, which is just below the belly button, which is the navel chakra. And it's the color of carnelian orange. It's about sweetness in life and creativity and joy and abundance and warmth. So it's affiliated also like with your hips and the water element. So when we're in our chakra dances, when we play that music, it helps us to tap into this playfulness and this joyfulness, um, like a childlike quality. So it's a they're all beautiful chakras. And so then the next one that we come up to is in the, in the stomach region known as our solar plexus chakra. And it's the color of the beautiful sun, the yellow. And it's about our personal power and strength and our self-worth. So, you know, our body is always trying to tell us what we need to do to heal ourselves. And so when we start to get physical conditions in these particular areas, we know that these are the chakras that we need to address. And so when one might be out of balance, it causes a lot of the others to be out of balance and one can be 
over-energized and one can be under-energized. So when we move up into our heart chakra, it's actually in the center of the chest. It's a beautiful emerald green, or sometimes people say it is also pink. And this is about compassion and unconditional love, firstly for ourselves. It's about acceptance and non-judgment. So it's a, it's a biggie, the heart chakra. It's the center of our lower and upper chakras. And it's affiliated with, um, with our heart, with our shoulders, so with our shoulder pain. It's often that it's our heart that's needing to open. Our throat chakra, that's a big one. So it's the color of blue and it's our truth. So how we tap into our truth and how we express ourselves uh, outwardly, but also the words that we're telling ourselves inwardly as well. So our throat chakra is is um they're all pivotal really but yeah I, and often we're born with a particular chakra that we're we're needing to work on in this lifetime i know mine actually was my throat and that's how i've come to teaching yoga because i was like i don't, I don't want to get up there and, and teach that but then i was like but i loved the teacher at the time thought but look what she's sharing out to the out to these people and how they're growing and expanding so then that made me go let's work on this throat chakra let's clear it you know the next one is in the middle of the forehead, which is the third eye. And this is about, sometimes we get stuck in our head and we get muddled and we just can't see past the fog. This one helps us to expand into this area. It helps to bring a deeper sense of clarity and vision. And it helps us to attune into our intuition. So like in the moment, like what you said, Haley, I just know I've got to get out in nature. And that's your intuition telling you it's, it's your highest good that it's there and it's telling you get out in nature. And then the top one, which is just on the top of the head is known as the crown chakra. And it's about our connection with the universe. So knowing that we are not separate from anything, we are part of everything and everything that's on this planet. So everything that we do, the way that we act affects everything, the birds, the trees, the bees, and it helps us to live more consciously and more in universal love. So wow. there, um, it's a pathway for us to grow and to expand. And um, I love, like, chakras are my favourite, favourite thing ever. That's why I've gone and done chakra um, particular yoga courses just in the chakras and same with the chakra dance. It's just a way for people to, to get a deeper understanding of what's going on within them and mm. then they're able to then be able to address it and, and release it and, and also build it as well. Yeah, that's so, it's so insightful. Um, just as you were explaining those then, I could probably tell you two chakras that I have, that are blocked. Last week I lost my voice and I, it was just out of the blue, lost my voice. And it was, you know, I was dealing with something emotionally at the time, but also this week I have a very tight shoulder and I was like, where did this come from? And when you were saying then, so that's related to your heart. Yeah. yeah, you see a lot of people, we walk and we kind of hunch the shoulders forward like we're protecting our heart yeah. and we don't want to open that heart in case we, we have pain and we've got to feel all the feels and, mm. and, and that's where we sometimes lodge it in the back of our shoulder. It's like it's just yeah. too hard to yeah. address. But then the body goes, hey, wake up. I'm showing you this physical pain because we haven't dealt with it on an emotional level. So I'm going to come up and show you. It's wow. a blessing. Yeah, yeah, it is because it's our body telling us, isn't it? It's, uh, it's telling us in the physical form so then we can go and deal with it more internally. Yeah, so how, mm. how does chakra dance work as, uh, as well? Like I, I've done it before. I know how it works. With, you know, you put your blindfold on and you're yeah. in a dark room and you've got the music. But explain how, is that one way of kind of releasing all of them or will you kind of only release one or how, how does it work? Well, with the different chakra dance, like so when you came, we did the introductory one and mm -hmm. I always run it first because it enables you to get in touch with each chakra. So we actually get to dance each chakra. Uh, I think the actual music part of it runs for half an hour. Mm -hmm. And so it builds on this. And the lady that is, is from Australia, she's amazing that come up with this. She's worked so long uh, and spent a lot of time with working out what music is going to actually help you to really get into that chakra. Wow. So when we first start, we don't want to tell you how to dance because everyone's got their own unique um, 
gypsy-like dance within them. Mm. We find that sometimes people come in and they just dance really softly and they might not even move at all. They might even come down and just sit and just take that music in. There is no right or wrong of how to do it. So Mm. what it does is when we start to play that music and we start to give you those visions, they're visions that help to activate the bass. Like, I don't know if you remember, but when we did the solar plexus, it has us um, visualising dancing around a fire with all these all your ancient um, lineage coming in, like all your ancestors coming in and you can hear the beats and the music and it really brings out that worry in you. So, yeah, the way that it works is it it helps to unlock these energies in us and sometimes we're on this treadmill of just getting through day by day and not really tuning into ourselves we're so externally focused on everything that we need to do or be that this enables us to come back in and it's like shining a torch into your body just like you said about your shoulder and becoming aware of of what areas that need to be released i remember the first time i did um, a chakra dance in my studio on my own and I danced the bass chakra and I just was um, sobbing. I was just crying because yeah. I had a bit of back issues and it was beautiful. It wasn't scary. It was just like, oh, thank you for showing me this so I can now work on it. Mm. So tell us how it works as well. You're standing in a room and you've got other people yeah. around you and you, you give yeah. each other space. So we're, we're all standing in yeah. a room and then you, we have a blindfold, yeah? Yeah, so you're allowed to wear, you don't have to wear the blindfold. It's just if you feel more comfortable. It, I find that a lot of people like to wear it because it, it makes them feel like they're the only people in the room and yeah. takes away those conditions. So we, we ask you to place yourself in a spot in the room that feels comfortable to you. And I make sure as I'm guiding you through um, my words, I also uh, ensure that you're in a safe spot. So if you end up closer to someone else, I'll just gently guide you out. Mm. So it moves through each chakra. We play that music. Um, you might have visions come to you you may have sensations and feelings that come to you throughout the dance so we do this for half an hour and just we start off with a little gentle meditation and then we move you into the dance and at the end we actually have you come and sit in circle and we have you do the mandala so like what Haley, what you were speaking about before that beautiful artwork Mm. it's the mandala is about a magic circle so we take a moment to meditate on it and you're able to bring to life what you, what visions or what messages that come through for you when you're in that dance. And sometimes we see, all the time, we see the most magical things come onto the paper and yeah. people get these aha moments like, wow, I didn't realise I, I wasn't, my heart has been closed off or they they see things, they feel things. We also draw an animal card, which is not part of the practice, but it's part of another modality I oh, offer. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Mm. And that animal card, you get to read about it and it's unbelievable how how much it correlates with the picture that they've drawn. Usually the card often looks the same colours and it's just so divinely orchestrated. Wow. And we all get to share in a group. So at the end we get to say and express even one word or, or we might express exactly what happened in our dance and this creates this this deep connection between the group as well. And um, and sometimes when you're listening to that other person speaking, it, it's so inspiring and, and it opens you up even more. So mm. it's a real share at the end as well. It really is a good foundation, isn't it? Like just addressing that, just one thing. If it was to take from this conversation even today, the one thing is to, you know, really take an inner look of your, your chakras and learn how to express them and doing something like the dancing and the artwork and things like that. Is there something that someone can do at home if they were to yeah, want? Yeah, definitely. Like um, so they, you can, you can actually download the music and, and you know what? You so you become um, attuned to the music that, like, if you wanted to attune into your bass chakra, mm. you would play music that had real deep drumming beats, and yeah. that is your bass chakra. So, you know, often people could step in, they come in for a one-on-one, and we can show them how to do it, and then they can go home and, and actually put together something for themselves. But you know what? Actually, just turn on music. I know that you do this, Hayley, because you talk about it. Turn on the music, and you just dance like no one is there. You're yeah. actually doing that for yourself as well. But, mm. you know, I mean, I'd be happy just to, to, to tell you which music, you know, even at the end, which music helps you to resonate with each chakra so you can actually 
do this little healing for yourself at home anytime you you feel that it's right. Maybe taking a class and then getting the feel of it and seeing how it works might be the best way to start. But you're going, yeah. you're talking about rituals before Pete, and I know a massive part of your day and, and what you teach as well is meditation. For someone mm. who has never meditated before, what role does it play in your life and how could someone get started? Well, as the person in yoga that my yoga teacher used to pull me back into the class because I used to try and run out at the end. <laughs> yes. The came in, you always see people very, do that. <laughs> yeah, I had a really busy mind. I'm like, well, I've done what I needed. Or I sweat, I've done this, I can leave. And um, yeah. like, you know, the people that leave are the ones that need it the most. I was like, oh, you're so right. Mm. <laughs> so with the meditation, it doesn't, for me, it doesn't have to even be that you, you're sitting down and doing a, a, a meditation practice as such. It can be in your everyday life you know it can be that when you even go to step out from the house and taking the kids to school that you you are mindful about walking slower and grounding your feet into the earth and connecting into your breath you know like mm. i think sometimes there's that that myth around meditation that you have to allocate 30 minutes and you have to sit upright and you, yeah. you need to bring these breathing techniques now at the start it is important to be taught these techniques but then you can take it out into your life like i must admit i don't i don't sit every day and, and get to meditate at the start of the day um yeah. i do some meditations at night and listen to some but it's in your your daily life it's like um even taking two minutes out of the day to stop and have a cup of tea and and just look out at the at the beautiful tree that's out outside the window that is a, even a form of meditation so i think it's getting mm. out of your head and and clearing um sometimes what we think how meditation should look and and um be and just you know just setting yourself up to just to just tap into it you know for two minutes a day and that can just be through uh, a mindful walking meditation through the bush or or just sitting there and and even reading a book is a form of meditation hope that's mm. answered question oh absolutely i i love that you said that actually because yeah that is the picture that everyone paints is you have to take that whole time out of your day to sit there and, and it has to look a certain way and you have to flick off your mind and you know there is so many misconceptions but i i love that because i do that a lot as well i don't get to sit down and do the whole you know while it's great and it feels amazing to do mm. um is i don't get that as well and i yeah i try to adapt that little parts of your day is to be more mindful and just be present and yeah like you said just taking in the surroundings um, mm. What about someone like yourself that has, you know, a very busy lifestyle and, you know, you've got kids and someone that's running around, you know, are there any mindfulness practices? I know you just said before about, you know, pulling yourself up on, you know, saying things or, you know, what, what would you say is one tip that you could give someone like yourself or another mum out there to, you know, to, to be a little bit more mindful throughout the day? Well, I think it's about the setup in the morning. So yeah. for me, I, I like to get up earlier and I've had a few sleep-ins um, lately and I find that my setup and the rest of the day doesn't flow as well. So again, it's that ritual popping up in the morning, um, choosing music. So I'm so big on vibration and sound. So, you know, you know, when you listen to a song that can be really irate, like really mm. aggressive, that heavy metal, that, that really irritates me and then I pass that on to whoever I come across like I, I'm buzzing in that energy so for mm. me when I wake up in the morning it's really important I love having a shower first thing and I love visualizing white light the beautiful um, water pouring over my body I also actually since I went on my sound healing course we were taught a beautiful technique where we get Celtech or Caltech salt and I actually rub the granules on my body brushing them down from my shoulders down over my arms it's actually in the beautiful. shower in the shower mm. i just place the granules in one hand and then rub it with my other hand down and what that is it's like you know if, uh, how things get a bit dusty and mm. if we don't um clean our uh, glasses often or our windows it gets dust particles it's the same with our body so every interaction that we have with people whether it's good or it might not be so you know it might have been a bit built up um, we take on that energy even when we walk into a room or we go up to the to a supermarket we can take on other people's energy mm. so it's a way by washing this through your body and this caltech salt or even just the water you, you visualize it then going down the drain and it's like you're starting off with a, a fresh um, palette for yourself. Like you're starting off um, clear and focused for the day and you're not holding, 
your old energies or anyone else's energies. So mm. I do that religiously. <laughs> I always get told I have too many showers, but I <laughs> might have two or three if it means that that helps me to clear. And I yeah. also do it for my clients in honour of them and in honour of the people I'm coming in contact with because mm. I want to make sure that I... I walk out in that space and I can hold a space for them that, that I'm not got my old my own stuff and other people's stuff going on that I'm then feeding into them. So that's really important, um, setting yourself up with a really nice um, warm drink in the morning and nourishing yourself even if you're running around getting the kids' bags sorted and their food. And then even when you step out of the car, choose a song that you it resonates with you that you feel that you want to bring in so sometimes I listen to music with violins and piano and the mm. kids are really gentle as they go to school I mean they complain but then they just drop into a space that helps to open my heart so I'm big about opening my heart at the moment there's other times I play music that's really upbeat so yeah. that's another really great ritual is just to think about because that carries vibration and then that helps you with your words as well so that's mm. how I always set up my day I love that. That is so great. And they're all things that you can do. Like you said, if you're really busy and you're doing things and you're running around, like they're things when you're in the car, you've used generally, like a lot of people have the radio on, you can change that up and do the music and you have mm. to have a shower. And that's usually your personal time to have a shower. So if you're lucky, if you don't have kids running in, um, but yeah, there are some really beautiful rituals. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I just had the biggest mind blank then, Pete. I was looking at you and I was like, oh, that's what I was going to say. Um, I don't think I've ever asked you this. What is your food philosophy? How do you nourish your body? I've never asked you this. Well, I've just, um, I've actually gone back to vegan. I'm now vegan again. So I've okay. become vegetarian many, many years ago. Um, I'm not in the belief though. I believe that everyone is an individual. So I believe that. Absolutely. Um, once you become attuned to your body, you'll know what you need to put mm -hmm. into it. But to start with, I mean, um, some of us have, you know, when we're not born educated and and mm. in the last, you know, uh, 20, 30 odd years, there's a lot more processed food getting around and it's all about what is quick and easy. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's just coming back to basics, thinking about what we once, you know, used to have um, back when our grandparents or great grandparents, you know, they would farm off the land. So I'm a big belief that, believer of, you know, it's it's got to be fresh. It's got to come from the land you're not, you know, wanting as much food in, in packets. Um, you know, it's, you start to tune into your body that you know when you're actually hungry uh, and you know, like, if you're tired, you know what your body is saying, I'm tired. And instead of reaching for that chocolate, it is saying I need energy, but it's mm. about um, then going, well, maybe it's a piece of fruit I need instead. So my philosophy is for me is that I am always eating anything I put in my mouth. It is to nourish my soul and my body it is to feed my brain it is to help me to get to the the next thing i need to do in the day so i sort of look at it like if you are putting a piece of wood in the fire it's going to it's going to burn out and that's the same with with food for me it's like always making sure that you're refilling your body with live food you know that mm. that actually is going to give you nutrients so that's how I look at it and have a good relationship with food. I mean, even sometimes if we go and grab a, a chocolate, a piece of chocolate or chocolate cake, you know, that negative talk that we sometimes go, oh, God, if we eat this, this is not going to be good for us and we're going to feel this way. Mm. And then sometimes, you know, we've got to live a balanced life. So if we do have that piece of food, and I don't believe about cutting out anything and having strict, strict diets. If we mm. do have that piece of food, when we do, just say, you know, you bless it say thank you for this and I bless for what you're about to give me you're going to give me nutrients and love and you're going to make me feel happy and so when your body receives it it's not rejecting it and mm -hmm. so blessing your food's really important you know just yeah. giving thanks to your food before a meal is really important I mean I draw symbols into my food to purify it and 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 that's what I've been taught but just just taking a moment to just give thanks to it and, and also how it got there, you know, what mm. work went into it to get on your plate. I love that. I love that so much because that's, yeah, I mean, we're definitely on the same level, on the same page there. And even, and not looking at foods that they're good and bad. Like, you know, like mm. you said, that negative self-talk, like if you want to have something delicious and indulgent, then still give thanks to it and still be, um, I've cho chosen to have this and it's, I'm still, it's going to be still loving for my body and it's going to bring me joy. And then, you know, I love that. That's so great. 
I, um, yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. So let's talk about um, it's before we get into um, retreats as well, which is what you're all throwing so much of your energy into at the moment, and I love it. Yeah. Let's talk about the sound healing because I know that's actually a part of the retreat. So, yeah. you, so you're certified to te- teach it now, is that right? Yeah, I am. So I'm still doing a year course, but I went mm-hmm. up to the Blue Mountains for two weeks. I actually got nearly got stuck up there with the COVID. But oh yeah. That. one of the covids anyway and so the particular sound bowls that i've chosen are called alchemy crystal bowls Mm -hmm. so each bowl is made from crystals and so because our body is made up of over 70 percent water when we play these bowls this frequency is such a high frequency that it actually gets drawn into our body it's like a rippling effect that moves through our body it's so subtle and so peaceful but so powerful at the same time and i've always loved sound i've always been drawn to energy Mm. so it was just the next thing that I just knew I wanted to do and I wanted to, um, I always love introducing new things to clients. I always, and to, yeah. to my family and friends, I just love them to, to understand there's so much more out there and everything operates on frequency. Our planet does, the birds, the bees. And so with these sound healings, they're, they're magical. You get to lie down. I mean, who doesn't want to lie down just, you know, with a blanket all over you, you know, cuddled up to you and you, we start playing these sound bowls and each one of these sound bowls correlates with a particular chakra. And so we've had people in the in the heel. So we just ran one at Lawn. This is the first one that we've run, my friend and I. Um, and we ran this beautiful hour sound bowl journey. And just seeing the ladies come out of it afterwards, I mean, they were just, they were so at peace. But, you know, they're, some of them had tears running down their eyes of how beautiful it was and what they could feel in their body. We had others that might have had a little, a little kip, but they still mm. would have experience it just as much and and what I love is it just brings a whole uh, a new aspect to, to to healing for these ladies and for them again to start to shift this energy that may have been stuck in their body so mm. it's just I mean after two weeks of doing it I and to be honest our last retreat um was probably I I've never seen such a big shift and I mean, we did a lot of different things and offered a lot of medallies, but the sound bowls was the one thing that we incorporated. And we, I actually had my friend play them the whole time I taught yoga. And wow. so they were getting sound and movement at the same time. And, you know, after the retreat, I, I ran the 21 clients to check in on them just to see how things were traveling from because we had big, big breakthroughs. Big shifts, yeah, wow. Big yeah. If you, um, for someone's listening and doesn't know what the sound healing is and the sound mm. bowls, uh, you mm. share some really beautiful videos on your Facebook and Instagram, I think. I saw yes. some videos of your recent retreat. So if you want to check that out, um, we'll, yeah. leave, we'll um, throw to your pages at the end of this um, yeah, conversation. Beautiful. But they're, yeah, they're, they're really, really, they're really beautiful. I would love to have come have a little session with me i'll set them up so we can set the bowls around your body so it's like a sound bath oh my goodness yes please yeah. that sounds amazing yeah, that's another thing i offer is the the one-on-one sound baths there they're so cool but i'll come sound out bath. and just i lock myself in my studio <laughs> some mornings and <laughs> i just play my sound bowls and amazing. it just it changes my mood up if i'm in a a bit of a ratty mood or i'm feeling you know i can just feel that energy's coming up after that, it's like, okay, that's reset me. So yeah. yeah, you are so drawn to sound, just the way you talk about music and yeah, the the bowls and things. I've got so- no musical inc- like, but for me, I can't play a musical instrument at all except. But you this, love, you know? yeah, but you yeah, love, love listening music, to though. it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm the yeah. same. I'm not musically talented in any I way, shape, or form. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I appreciate. I, I, I fall in love. I fall in love with anyone. Like if I see someone playing uh, a guitar and sing, I'm like, oh, I just fall in me love too. with them. Me too. It's just so, I'm in awe of them and how amazing for them to have that courage to... I find it so sexy, like if a man was playing a yeah, guitar or something. Oh, completely. Wherever we are, if we're at a wedding, I'm just drawn to that person to stare at yeah. them. Yeah. I'm like yeah. marshmallow. I'm just oozing. <laughs> <laughs> It is. It's so, it's so nice. So let's talk about health retreat. Pete, I have to yeah. say, since I was a little kid, I've made vision boards. And um, I think I put a 
picture of a health retreat on every single freaking one of them. I am so drawn to health retreats and I'd always look at them and they've been such a big bucket list, but I've never actually been to one. I've been to like little mini ones, like throughout, you know, like a day or two, but I've never been to like a, a, a full health retreat. Um, so I'm going to learn just as much as the listeners learning today. Can you start us off by what is a health re- retreat and what do you, what do you expect? Um, I think there's a lot of people out there that love the idea of it, but they don't, would never know what, I mean, they're all so different, but what do you offer in yours? Well, I'll probably give you a little background. Um, the reason that I came across doing the retreats was I uh, was completing a yoga course and part of the yoga course was to go over to Bali for 10 days and immerse ourselves in our practice. And I just had my, uh, not my third child, yeah, I just, Finney was only 10, 10 months old and we'd just come back from a trip from Thailand and I left the next day I actually had this uh, anxiety hit in my heart and I was like why am I doing this I, I I'm a mother that's what I should be doing I I, I shouldn't be branching out I, I've, I'm happy at home this is all this is all I need mm-hmm. um, so for the first day or two I was actually just like in that whole guilt shame like what am I doing why am I here and then all of a sudden um, something just something changed in me and this light appeared back in my body it was like I'd I mean, don't get me wrong, I absolutely love my children being a mother and that, but it's like I I dimmed a little bit. And then when I was around these energetic people and we were, it was just purely doing something for me. I didn't have to make breakfast. I didn't have Mm. to look after anyone else. I didn't have to shower anyone. I could have a shower in peace. Mm. I just started to light up again. And I started, I'm like, I'm really funny. I'm a funny person. Like I was actually getting (laughs) playful and and just these interactions with these like-minded people. And I just, it was like an aha moment. Like I was in tears, but out of joy going, how did you, how'd you let yourself get this far along, Peter, without checking in and, and nurturing yourself and, and, you know, finding your passion again, because you're not only a mother, you are and a partner, you are, you are Peter, there's another aspect of you that is just for you, you know. And so after that time, I just had this moment that I, I'm never going to dim again. I'm going to make sure that light stays in me and I'm, and I'm just going to keep following through with it. And so when um, a client said to me, I want you to take me on a retreat, I said, but there's plenty of retreats overseas you can go to, she goes, but I want you to take me. I feel safe. And that I went, okay, let's do this. So our first one was in Bali and that's actually what the retreat was about and that's what we based it around was about men, women, whoever want to step in, coming back and finding that essence within themselves Mm. and connecting back into this and shining their light and then the connection that they made (laughs) it still makes me really emotional actually the connection that they um made with each other over there that was the actual big thing I mean, of course, we were introducing them to um, beautiful, uh, healthy diets and to chakra dance and to yoga and meditation. We were by the ocean and that just pulled up so much for them. And they got to learn these beautiful procedures and techniques that they could then take home with them and, and gift to their family. But the biggest gift that they did was to step in. And when they came back, they came back Uh, you know, with 11 best friends that they always are going to be connected to. But they came back shining their light and their their family saw this and they were able to thread this into their family. So they they came back a bigger and brighter version of themselves. So that is why I run the retreats. Um, The other other stuff that we, we give to them, I mean, it's just as important, but that is my pure intention is for them to, to, to feel, to feel alive, to, to find what their passion is and mm. um, to be able to have the space to do that. And, I mean, I, I, we've run a fair few. I was just thinking the other day we had 81. We've had 81 people that, that we have now been able to see go out and shine their light and they're just rippling that energy into the community and mm. it's helping to rise the vibration of not just our community but wherever they're living and that's pretty awesome to see these women and they come into the studio and you, and you know some of them now start their own businesses in, in um, holistic health and mm. making things and and that's that's what this re- the retreat's about so um mm. how we get them to open up is from the moment they step in we make sure that they feel really safe and loved and nurtured and then we introduce them to these beautiful modalities of yoga and help them open up uh, the dance, the, the food that we feed them. It's all nourishing to help to support this, this, this sort of growth in them and 
Yeah, I hope I've answered that well. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm just intrigued by everywhere you're saying. Uh, it is so true, though. What you were saying is at the start, you were seeing it as like, yeah, that selfish thing that like, oh, my goodness, mm. like, how could I be investing that time into myself? But the ripple effect and the actual rewards at the end, it's like, I'm sure every single family member would be so supportive to see someone come back, like shining their light so bright going, holy moly, like this is like a different person because we, as mothers, we can definitely lose that. And we think it does have to be about our children. And, you know, we feel guilty if we're not with them every second, but it's that reclaiming us, isn't it? And then, and then investing into ourselves, and then radiating everything you've learned and, you know, out into the world and around you. I love it. We actually have had a lot of women that said the husbands get, the women come back and the husband's like, when can you go again? This is you've got a happier version. And then they're more, you know, connecting with their partners. And yeah. I'm big credit to the the men because it, it also changes the dynamics in the family. And mm. and it's amazing when the women come back, they go, oh, my, you know, they, they can't. Or, or if you're asking, a, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll have my mum that will help or, you know, we have other people step in. It's, it's a big credit to them. But but it's also, it shows you that um, we've got that community around us, we've got our tribe and that our children are going to be okay without us and it actually makes them grow and it makes our partners or whoever is looking after the children, it makes them grow and have that connection as well. So you do see that ripple effect and I have to say to the to the, the people that step in to, to help look after the children, I mean, it's big processes even getting there to be honest, like to, to even get yourself to retreat, you, you know, you've got to set up how you're going to, if you've got children, you've got to set up who's going to take them here and there. And, you know, that's the biggest part when you actually step in, that's, that's the easy part. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I mean, you, you, your, you know, credit to your family as well, because they step in a lot to do, to allow you to do your business every day, don't they? I know your mum actually helps out in the business, doesn't she? Yeah, she's in there doing the detoxes right now. Yeah. And um, yeah, we, we're very lucky. We've got a, I've got, I'm very lucky. I've got a really supportive crew around me um, and it wouldn't be possible without it. So even when people step into retreats and I'm aware that, you know, everyone's got different situations, circumstances, you know, mm-hmm. even um, we have a lot of single mums that step in and that's massive for them to actually ask yeah. could you please help with the children, you know, and, and so we understand that, it, it's big, you know, it's big for every woman or every man. We've had men that have stepped into the retreats and come with their partners. It's, mm. it's a big process. Yeah. Amazing. You give so much of yourself, Pete, like you're, you, you share your energy. And I know you were saying that your rituals is really big to protect that. Is there something you're working on, um, you know, in yourself at the moment or a goal that you've got or yeah. whether it's business or personal or anything? Um, yeah, so I always believe that we have particular woundings that might have come from past lifetimes or um, this lifetime and it's been brought to my attention that I'm a, a water element. So at the moment I'm really working, water elements are people that dodge around their feelings. So you can ask them a question and they, they find all these beautiful little loopholes not to get there. And mm-hmm. I um, believe that you can't turn up for others unless you're doing the internal work yourself. So I'm actually in a big process at the moment of assessing everything in my life and even you know I've taken a a few days off recently which I never would have done in the past and you know gone up and nourished myself and had a kinesiology session in Echuca yesterday and ran my um, virtual yoga class on the back of a houseboat and I was just there going how blessed is this it's about getting out of that illusion of what we believe we have to be and how we have to do it Mm. and it's new it's a new concept and I think that's what COVID brought for us is to go hey we can do things differently mm. and it's just about taking that time every day to go you know like wow look what look what is possible look what I can do but yeah I'm going through a massive process at the moment um of really uh, my heart opening so there's moments where I can be in such joy and there's moments that my little girl said to me yesterday are you crying mummy and I'm like yes yep I am as I was driving back from Echuca because it was like this whole new part of me is opening up and it needs to Mm. so that I can take my next step so yeah at the moment I'm always um it, it just comes up universe just keeps bringing in I call them initiations their initiations to, to, to create change. So things that once might have served me no longer serve me and um, mm. then I need to step up to the next next level in myself internally to help to clear that 
so that then when the next group of people are stepping in, I can be there to support and facilitate them. But it is about me resourcing as well. Yeah. So I get out in nature and I've been drawn to Chuka so much lately. That's why I'm running the next retreat there because it has some magical energy and it's mm. what's been resourcing me. Amazing. Like you said, you were ever evolving and changing and growing and whatever decision or choices or you do today might not be feel right for you tomorrow. Um, no. I'm feeling that at the moment as well. Like, you know, just because I made a decision yesterday doesn't mean I have to follow it today. And, you know, you're just really tuning in and seeing what comes up and everything that comes up is coming up for, you know, a reason and a, a rhyme and a reason and a, you know, a, to challenge you and to help you grow. And yeah, I love that. You've offered so, so much. There's a thing I really love at the moment called div divine will and your own will. Mm -hmm. So when we were born and, you know, we've been conditioned, you, you go for that. You That's what you've worked so hard for. That's what you should have, you know, like say someone's done a degree and they've mm. stepped in and they're doing their marketing role, but their heart's not in it anymore. But, but that's, they believe, well, that's where they're supposed to be and they've worked so hard for this and achieved it. That's your own will driving you, right? That's not, that's actually not divine will. So divine will is very different. Divine will is when you get the universal signs or like what you're even talking about, what happened with you yesterday. We keep getting this, these little indications of, of maybe it's not working because it's not meant to work. Maybe there's another path for us, but we keep on pushing. We keep on forcing. I've done this a lot in my life. Keep pushing, mm -hmm. keep forcing. You, you get there in the end, but sometimes you're so exhausted and then you get there and go, oh, I didn't listen because that's not actually what I truly want anymore. And it's pivotal what you said, that just because what you wanted yesterday and what you want today can be so different from the next, you know, the next day mm. on. So it's, a, it's about listening. And, you know, when something comes with ease and grace, that's the right path forward. Mm -hmm. And something comes that can be challenging yeah that's great it's challenging we start to clear our blockages to get us there but if they, we keep getting signs um saying and it could be a sign like yeah i'm going to do this new project and then uh, the date won't work for us and then um something else happened and then your your tire goes flat that's pretty much universe saying hey check in with your intent because this is not what we want for you mm. Mm, that's so great. That is so great. Pete, is there something that I haven't had covered today that you would like to chat about? Oh, <laughs> I'm going to keep chatting to you all day because I, I, I love your energy as well and I love chatting to you. Um, no, look, I just, I just love seeing what's happening at the moment in the world. Um, people are awakening um, and I love seeing this. I would love for more people to to start to connect into these modalities and it can it doesn't mean that one modality is right for one person to be different from another mm. I, I would love to see more people connecting into crystals um spending more time you know connecting to nature so probably the biggest thing i would say is that it's important every day to to get out in nature and ground yourself back in is there anything else i can speak about I don't know how long we, we got. We actually did it. Uh, oh, we got endless amounts of time. It doesn't matter. Um, I actually pulled this crystal and I sat it next to me because I know it. I know how beautiful is it. She's so Stunning. beautiful, Citrine. Um, so it's like the wealth and uh, the abundance um, crystal. And I, I, I've just been hugging it lately. I've been just carrying it around. And when I knew I was chatting to you, I made sure it was sitting close by. Um, but you, yeah, it is. You see the colours you're wearing today. You're wearing a yellow jumper. And you yes. got the citrine. And that was very that intentional. I actually, I, I went to put a white jumper on today and then I looked at the yellow and I was like, no, I feel like wearing yellow because I've been feeling a little bit dull lately. I was like, I feel like yeah. the yellow needs to brighten me up a little bit. So yeah, just dropping into that. And then yeah, being drawn to the yellow, maybe that, maybe that is the sun. Mm. It's, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think the biggest thing also is trust. I'm learning to keep on trusting because we try to control, we try and control mm -hmm. every outcome, every situation. And it is surrendering and trusting that, um, that we've got it. And, and that's like you even, you know, we, you know, like I've got my blue on today cause it's, and I didn't even think about it, but I'm, I'm talking to you now in this and I need that for my throat chakra. Yeah. And it is trusting in the moment that when you get that hit, like I need that crystal right there, or I need to wear that color today, mm. trusting yourself that you know that that is, that is right for you. You know, I think sometimes we don't trust ourselves and, um, we, we need to learn to do that more often. I need to continue to learn to do that and follow my own advice. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Is there a crystal, particular crystal that you're drawn to at the moment or what's your favourite one? 
Um, oh, I've got so many. I got a serpentine crystal the other day at the market. Mm. When I read into it, it was all about the kundalini and the chakras and activating that and connecting wow. into spirituality. I I love what you've got. I've actually on my necklace. I know the readers can't um the you can't actually listeners can't see it, but I've got my citrine as well. Oh no. I wear that every single day because that, that helps to give me um strength and courage. Yeah. I'm drawn to crystals it, it really depends on the day but at the moment i probably would say that i'm i'm liking blue calcite and my blue colors today yeah, wow yeah well you do have your blue one the, the, that citrine i have in uh, my wallet as well and i do a little yes. little prayer every time i spend i'm like it's because i used to have this fear around money and i'm really trying to work yes. on that at the moment like this scarcity around it so when i spend i i look at the citrine in the wallet or wh- wherever my money is and i go and i kind of i always say there's more to come there's more to come. Yeah. I'm allowed to spend and there's more on the way. Like there's more coming. It's okay. We're used to, I used to be like, oh my goodness, I'm spending this money and it's like, I'm not going to have anything and I'm going to be poor and I'm going to, you know, just fall on my ass. And then now I just say that little prayer. I was like, there's more to come. There's, I'm, I'm open oh. to more. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, I've got citrine in my wallet as well. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm exactly the same. And even using those words, you know, like even when people are looking at uh, reducing their weight, we don't say I've lost it mm-hmm. because it means that you've lost it. You're going to look for it, you know. Yeah. And it's like what you said, there's more coming in. It's coming in in abundance and I have yeah. plenty of it. Those sort of words really change it up. I love mm-hmm. that you've got that in your wallet. It's so cool. Yeah, I've done it for years now, just has kind of become second nature. It's a lot of it is coming up at the moment um, in business as well. You can relate to this is like, yeah, mm. it's a very, you know, um, some people would say that it's a very saturated market, you know, the health and wellness space. But I always just say there's enough space for everyone. There yeah. is, you know, the right people for everyone. There's enough space that everyone has their story. Everyone, everyone is unique and the right people will come to you. There's no competition. There's no, you've got that client. I've got this client. Yeah, there's, there's enough. Because yeah, you're exactly. light workers. And mm-hmm. the reason that you're out there sharing your knowledge, Haley, is because you're going to have the people that are drawn to energy to come in. And, and we should be giving thanks to every healer that's out there because they're helping to do the work so that we raise yeah. this energy. So, yeah, the no competition. It's, it's got, you've got to look within, really, don't you? Like, you can't mm-hmm. keep on looking. That's in, in the world. We can't keep on comparing ourselves to others because we all have our unique. Um, gifts and talents and so if we can keep focusing on us and we end up working together it's awesome. We do. You know? We do. And I, I constantly reach out to people on Instagram as well, like other fellow fitness trainers or health coaches. And I just reach out to them and have a conversation with them, you know, um, instead of it being that competition, it's like, you know, we're, no, we're, we're, all, we're all one and we're all mm-hmm. together and we're all doing it together. And there is no, you know, there is no, yeah, this and that, and you're doing this and the comparison. So yeah, it is really nice. We are, we are all one. Intent's a big word. So, you know, your intent is that you just want to see people be the best that they, you know, the mm. best aspect of themselves. And so if we've always got that pure intent, keep checking in with it, then, yeah, you're going to have a really um, abundance path. I love it. I think that is a beautiful way to end there, Pete. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've actually really loved um, it's, it. It was going out a little bit. We didn't get to do it last week. And I think it's perfect timing as always. And I absolutely, absolutely I always love following what you're doing. I love what you're um, what you're sharing with the world. Um, big, yeah, big uh, hugs to you and love. It's awesome, and I always love connecting with you because you've got an amazing energy. So. Oh, thank you so much. And I think the same of you, you're doing so many beautiful things in this world and you've inspired um, me and probably the listeners, all listeners as well, that, you know, to, to, you know, to give yourself the time and the space and to know that, you know, it's okay to, to, to put the energy into yourself. So I love it. Thank you so much. You, you are such a beautiful energy. Can you, is that just me or can you see like light that just keeps going behind me? Yeah, just... you've got a lot of light. <laughs> Every time I look beautiful. at it, and the ch- the light, I can see a light reflecting on your um in the background of your screen. Yeah. but I just keep yeah. seeing the light flash. It's uh, throughout the oh, whole. Well, your angels are there to help you today. I think they actually <laughs> are. Now I will yeah. share outside of this chat um once we confirm uh, a little kind of offer that we will offer our listeners to today's episode. If you want, if they want to jump into a health retreat, so thank you so much yeah. for your generosity around that. And yeah, if you want to uh, reach out to Pete. How do we get in contact with you? What are your socials? Um, so you can look at my website, 
um, has my mobile number there. I still, I'm pretty old school. People still contact me through that mm -hmm. or they can contact me through my website um, or Facebook. So yeah, with raw elements, either way, I'm, I'm really good at responding these days. <laughs> oh, that's good. So what's the website, raw elements? Yeah, um, rawelements.net.au. Great. Thank you yeah. so much. I appreciate you. your time. Sending you so I much love. I hope you get outside now. I will, definitely. Thanks, Pete. All right. Thanks, Hayley. Much love. Isn't Peter all kinds of beautiful? She is so inspirational. And like I said, I attribute a lot of my spiritual curiosity to her. She's so gorgeous. Peter has also very generously offered some goodies to listeners of today's episode. That means you. The first offering is $150 off her upcoming Achuka retreat. All you have to do is head to her website, rawelements.net.au and use the code Hayley Morecambe. And the second offer is a $50 discount towards any future retreat with Raw Elements. Just state the code Hayley Morecambe. It is one voucher per person. As always, I would love to hear your feedback. I absolutely love that you're here today, uh, taking the time out to have a listen to such an inspiration and inspirational and juicy chat. And if you can, if you feel all the generous feels, I would absolutely love you to head to iTunes. It is super, super um, simple and easy to leave a review. All you have to do is scroll down to the end of this podcast and it just says write a review and it takes a couple of seconds. I would be so humbled and so honored if you were able to do that. Um, I would, It would mean a lot and I thank you so much. Okay, I'm going to wrap it up there because there is so much inspiration in here. I can't even handle it. I need to jump out. Thank you so much for listening and I'll chat to you soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.